This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hi, folks. Welcome to another edition of the Pigskin Past. I'm your host, Joe Zagorski, and tonight we're going to be rounding out this playoff redemption series for the year of 1973 with a couple of teams which are the most memorable of that decade. At least when you're talking about the 1970s in the NFL, the discussions will often include the likes of the Oakland Raiders and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Those two teams accumulated five world championships during the decade of the 70s. In 73, however, their rivalry was really only in its second year. The year before, that epic season of 1972, saw what what was probably the most memorable play in pro football history, and, and maybe even all of sports history, the Immaculate Reception. Now, the Raiders felt that they had been screwed by the referees in that game, and they vowed to get their revenge. Oakland was 5-2-1 when they got their opportunity for some payback in the ninth week of the 73 regular season when Pittsburgh, who was 7-1 at the time, visited the Oakland Coliseum. The Raiders had everything going for them. They were at home. The field surface was soggy and muddy. The Steelers were ripe for an upset. This would be the game where more was made out of it than the plays on the field. Somehow, several of Oakland's practiced footballs were used in the game. Those footballs came complete with profanities clearly written on them. I found out later why that was. And even worse, those footballs were also vastly underinflated. A Pittsburgh quarterback, Terry Hanratty, told me uh, to forget about the big fuss that was made out of Tom Brady's deflated footballs from a few years ago. Hanratty told me that he could push his thumb into those Oakland footballs all the way down to his first knuckle. That's underinflated. And the reason why there were obscenities written on them? Well, as it turns out, several of the Oakland players decided to start taking things home. So there would be obscenities written on things like shaving cream cans, footballs, you name it. They, you know, anything that could be taken home for free uh, had profanities written on it so the Raiders' kids couldn't see it in that way that would keep them from stealing them. But despite all this, the Steelers managed to beat the Raiders on that day 17-9. Pittsburgh defensive end Dwight White somehow intercepted two passes in Oakland territory to set up two Pittsburgh scores. Now, how often does a defensive lineman intercept two passes in one game? Rarely, if ever. Now, prognosticators figured that they would witness more strange occurrences when these two teams met again in the first round of the 1973 AFC Divisional Playoffs. The rematch on December 22nd would also be played at the Oakland Coliseum, and it would turn out to be nothing like the regular season meeting. The Raiders undoubtedly have revenge on their minds, probably not just from their earlier meeting, but also from the Immaculate Reception game as well. Their revenge could not be misplaced as they dominated the Steelers in this playoff tilt. Oakland forced Pittsburgh into making several key mistakes. Three Terry Bradshaw interceptions led to three Oakland scores, the most noteworthy of which was a 54-yard interception return for a touchdown 
by veterans Raider cornerback Willie Brown in the third quarter. None of the footballs in this playoff game were underinflated, and no, there were no obscenities written on any of them. But Pittsburgh head coach Chuck Noll was probably muttering some obscenities to himself as he watched his prized defense being torn to shreds by Kenny Stabler and company. Oakland registered 74 offensive plays in that game compared to Pittsburgh's 46 offensive plays. The Raiders also accrued 24 first downs compared to the Steelers' 15 first downs. Oakland built a 23-7 lead after three quarters, and they would not leave their foot off the gas in the fourth quarter. The Raiders finished this playoff game versus the Steelers by outscoring them in the fourth quarter and posting a 33-14 victory. They had effectively avenged their previous two straight losses to Pittsburgh and gave their fans a glorious win to savor. Revenge is very sweet, and in the NFL's most bitter rivalry during the decade of the 1970s, revenge for the Raiders was doubly sweet. Thanks once again for listening to another episode of the Pigskin Past. I'm Joe Zagorski. Talk to you again next time. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hi, I'm Oz Davis of the Truly the Goats podcast here at the Sports History Network. I'd like to take a minute to tell you about quite possibly the greatest website of all time, newspapers.com. If you're listening to this podcast or any of them at the Sports History Network, you're probably into sports history. And you probably also know that for learning about anything prior to, say, 1990 online, the typical search engines like are nearly completely useless. But then there's newspapers.com. Newspapers.com gives you access to over 640 million pages worth of news from North America, Britain, Ireland, and more, dating from 1798 to last week. Do up a search for Super Bowl One, the 36th Berlin Olympics, Wayne Gretzky's first game, whatever. Newspapers.com takes you there with historical flavor that search engines like just don't give you. And now, get a free one-week subscription to Newspapers.com by visiting SportsHistoryNetwork.com slash newspapers. With a paid subscription, you'll also be helping to support the production of this podcast and other Sports History Network shows. That's SportsHistoryNetwork.com slash newspapers. Newspapers.com. Way better for searches than you know what I'm talking about.